0: Anyone who watches TV knows not to question the integrity of grizzled detectives. You are aware that he confessed. Or reality TV stars, right? The temptation's pretty hard, but my integrity is not for sale. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, January 10th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The team behind The Last of Us found an actor to play one of the most pivotal and polarizing characters from the video games. HBO confirmed on Thursday that Caitlin Deaver of Booksmart and No One Will Save You Notoriety has officially been announced in the role for season two. HBO describes the character as, quote, a skilled soldier whose black and white view of the world is challenged as she seeks vengeance for those she loved. Deaver, who was nominated for an Emmy for Dope Sick and a Golden Globe for Unbelievable, was once in the running to play Ellie for The Last of Us Season 1, a role that ultimately went to Bella Ramsey opposite Pedro Pascal's Joel. The Last of Us Season 2 will begin filming this year ahead of a planned 2025 premiere on HBO. In other Pedro Pascal-related news, The Mandalorian and Grogu are making their way to the big screen in an upcoming Star Wars film titled, wait for it, The Mandalorian and Grogu. The new Mando film, which will be directed by Jon Favreau and produced by Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy, and Dave Filoni, is in addition to a movie already announced at last year's Star Wars Celebration that will combine characters from the Mandoverse and be directed by Filoni. The movie will go into production this year. Disney also revealed that Filoni is currently developing Ahsoka Season 2, which makes sense, seeing as how the titular character and nemesis Grand Admiral Thrawn never even faced off during Season 1. Our flag means death is walking the plank. David Jenkins' heartfelt pirate comedy has been canceled by Max, which confirmed the news. This comes after the show aired its second season last fall, chronicling the unexpected love story between pirate captains Steed Bonnet, played by Reese Darby, and Blackbeard, played by Taika Waititi. Sinead O'Connor's cause of death has been revealed by a United Kingdom coroner months after the Irish singer and songwriter unexpectedly died at age 56 in July 2023. In an email to EW, the London Inner South Coroner's court clerk said, quote, This is to confirm that Miss O'Connor died of natural causes. The coroner has therefore ceased their involvement in her death adding that no further comments will be made on the Nothing Compares to You performer's death. And Aidan Canto, the actor known for his work on such TV and film projects as Designated Survivor, The Cleaning Lady, and X-Men Days of Future Past, died Monday from complications of appendiceal cancer. He was 42. Born in Mexico and raised in Texas, Canto first pursued a career in music. After pinning several songs for films and TV shows in Mexico, he branched out into acting. Canto appeared in a stage adaptation of Pedro Almodovar's All About My Mother before landing his first TV gig in 2009. He made his American acting debut with a 10-episode stint on the Kevin Bacon-led thriller The Following and went on to play White House Chief of Staff Aaron Shore on Designated Survivor, real-life politician Rodrigo Lara Bonilla on Narcos, and mobster Armand Morales on on the Cleaning Lady. Kento's other TV credits included Blood and Oil, Second Chance, Mixology, and The Catch. In addition to playing the powerful mutant Sunspot in X-Men Days of Future Past, Kento appeared in the movies Amanda and Jack Go Glamping, Two Hearts, Bruised, The Devil Below, and Agent Game. He directed two short films, Before Tomorrow, and The Shot. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Number three. On the heels of Squid Game, The Challenge's success, Netflix is back with another reality competition at our number three pick today, The Trust A Game of Greed starts with 11 contestants, and they've all already won an equal portion of $250,000. The game, which has been referred to as a social experiment, asks them whether they want to keep it that way or find ways to kick other contestants out of the house, leaving a bigger share of the prize money for the remaining contestants. Here's the trailer. This is a trust. It promises each of you an equal share of a quarter million dollars. Throughout your time here, you'll each make a choice. Share the money equally, or vote people out to keep more for yourself. All it takes is one vote to send somebody out this house. I'm listening. (laughs) You're already winners, but the question is, will you keep it that way? More money, more money. I am a full-time rancher. I'm not your typical grandma. I'm a police officer, but I tell people I'm a stripper. (laughs) Baby, we got a house full of liars. You see these boxes? They're filled with secrets about the people sitting across from you. I slept with over 150 people. At 21 years old, I became a millionaire. Do they deserve to be here? They already have money. Below this house is a vault. You'll be presented with an offer. You each get $10,000 if someone goes home. It is hard to pass up an offer like this. I want to take 10K each, and Jay should be going home. Hosted by former CNN anchor Brooke Baldwin, the show is a different kind of competition because no one has to be eliminated in any given episode. Also, it only takes a single vote to toss someone out. But that vote can sow distrust and lead to the voters' own ouster next time. It's almost guaranteed to bring serious drama and stealthy backstabbing. The first four episodes of The Trust, A Game of Greed, arrive on Netflix today. There won't be any time traveling or cursing out MPs from the great Peter Capaldi in our number two pick today, the series debut of Criminal Record. The show stars Capaldi and Kush Jumbo as investigators, one starting a promising career, the other protecting a storied legacy. They're put on a collision course by a single phone call that leads Jumbo's Detective Sergeant June Linker to reassess an old murder case that may have been mishandled by Capaldi's Chief Inspector Daniel Higardi. The confession Hagardi got from a killer doesn't sit well with Linker after the call, and she's determined to find out what really happened. Here's the trailer. Go ahead, just tell us. I killed her. <laughs> Daniel Hegerton. June Linker. Thanks for seeing me. I'm investigating a phone call. Police? Listen, he's got a kill. How can I help? They made an allegation. It was an old case that you'd worked. with. A long time ago, my boyfriend, he stabbed her. You are aware that he confessed. What if he's innocent? That case was investigated fairly. What is he hiding? Let it go. Dan is one of the good ones. There are things that nobody teaches you. Sometimes you have to go the extra mile. There's no shame in that. We got our man. Now you've got a confession. We need to cover our backs. She's got it in for us. I think he wants to fight. I can do that. That's the game. Collateral damage. Do you know the difference between order and kill us? Are you gonna stop me? Well, you might want to dive into this already praised show before the return of True Detective Sucks all the air out of the crime drama room later this week. The eight episode series debuts today on Apple TV Plus with new episodes arriving weekly on Wednesdays. It's trivia time. Capaldi has won an Oscar and multiple BAFTA awards. But before he was an acclaimed actor, he was in a punk band called The Dream Boys, which also counted among its members. Which former late-night talk show host was it? Tom Snyder, Craig Kilborn, or Craig Ferguson? Stick around for that answer, as well as today's number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. Get ready for a Marvel show unlike anything you've seen before. Sure, that may seem like an outrageous thing to say in the age of superhero fatigue, but Echo, today's number one pick, really does take the genre in new directions. It's the first MCU project to carry the, quote, Marvel Spotlight Banner, which means that even though Echo is a direct sequel to the 2021 Hawkeye series, and also connects to the Daredevil show that originally aired on Netflix, you don't need to be caught up on all things Marvel in order to enjoy it. The lack of Infinity Stones and time-traveling conquerors makes Echo more down-to-earth, more relatable, and more violent. Director Sidney Friedland says Marvel executives were willing to try her ideas. Because we're dealing with a story that is a little bit more street level, it is a little more grounded, um, it is a little more visceral, you know, because we're leaning into the Mm TDMa aspect of it. I think that was one of the big things when I first came on was, was talking to Marvel and saying, like, well she's a she's a villain in Hawkeye and to me that's one of the most interesting things about her and the response was leaning into that like let's lean into that let's explore that um and then as we sort of progress through the production and then we we had a chance okay what if this guy gets his head smashed onto the table and what if what if instead of taking out like his what if instead of he just gets like stars and birds around him? what if they took out of the screen? Teeth, you know, it's like, but that's the character and that's yeah. the world. And she, She's a criminal and she's a villain. She's killed people. Let's lean into that. Um, and, and the response was like, let's try it. Yeah, let's try it. Let's try it. <laughs> Echo stars Alakwa Cox as Maya Lopez reprising her role from Hawkeye, but now at the center of the story. Both the character and actress are deaf and Native American. Freeland worked closely with representatives of the Choctaw nation in order to honor the culture and community that Maya comes from. The filmmakers even made a dub of Echo in the Choctaw language, which you can read about at EW.com. This collaboration marks another way that Echo is taking the MCU and American viewers in general into new territory a lot of really great things came out of that uh, collaboration. And specifically, um, in the second episode of our series, we actually get to see a, um, a portion of pre-European contact America that I can genuinely say has never been seen on film before. And um, that, that came as a direct uh, result of our collaboration with the uh, Choctaw Nation and in trying to tell a more authentic story. All five episodes of Echo are available to stream on Disney Plus and Hulu. Expect the unexpected. Trivia! And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Actor Peter Capaldi was once in a post-punk band with which former late-night talk show host? Tom Snyder, Craig Kilborn, or Craig Ferguson? Well, if you know that Capaldi is... Scottish, you probably already figured this one out. He was in a post-punk band called The Dream Boys with former The Late Late Show host Craig Ferguson, who, like Capaldi, was born in Glasgow, Scotland. That is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Christian Holleb, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One. Two. Watch.